Welcome to The Creative Cast. I'm your host, Tammy Munson, podcast producer, coach, and CEO of Wildfire Creative. Are you struggling to grow and monetize your podcast? Want to learn more about starting your own podcast? Are you looking for the secrets behind the business side of podcasting? Well, friends, you are in the right place. Here on The Creative Cast, I'm going to be sharing all the tips and tricks on all things podcasting for the faith-based podcaster. Each episode is going to contain powerful information to help you get started with your own podcast, learn the secrets of building a business, and of course, growing and monetizing your podcast. All right, y'all, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of The Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson. I hope that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. We had a fabulous time. Our plans changed at the last minute, and we ended up hosting a couple of members of our family. And even though it was unexpected, I wasn't expecting to cook or do a full meal. It all came together and we had a blast. Also this past weekend, Dan and I went to Missouri to celebrate his grandmother, Grandma Dorothy. She turned 100, yes, 100, a few weeks ago. And there was an event at her church that they were having in her honor. And we had members of all five generations of our family surprise her at that event. It was so much fun seeing family members that we haven't seen in years for one reason or another. And of course, celebrating Grandma Kay. And I'm happy to say for being 100, she is doing really, really well. She's as funny as can be. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth. (laughs) She's smart as a whip. And y'all, she's even on Facebook. I love it. I love it so much. Now, 100 years. Like, can you imagine all the things she has seen and done and just how the world has changed? Wow, y'all. Just wow. So, Today's show, we are talking about email marketing for your podcast. Now, a few weeks ago, I got an email from a listener asking about email marketing and if they should have an email list for their podcast. Now, we've discussed email marketing in the past on this show, but I wanted to take a little bit of a deeper dive, a bit different dive into email specifically for podcasters. So let's just dive right in. Now, Here's some real talk, y'all. You need to be in charge of your communications with your audience and how you engage with that audience. Now, you've heard me say it before, and I'm sure I'll say it again. Social media can be unreliable and we all know quite unrealistic. We can't depend on it all the time. I mean, remember when Facebook and Instagram went down in the same day, people were losing their minds and lots of podcasters and businesses didn't have ways to connect with their audience because some people simply create a Facebook account or an Instagram account and think that's their basically their entire website and communication strategy. Now, y'all, I'm going to be your 
bossy older sister here and say, please do not be that podcaster or that business for that matter. Don't put all your eggs in one basket like that. Make sure that you have control over the type of content you want to share. Now, social media is a great thing. We can really utilize it to promote our episodes and definitely promote your episodes on social media. But no matter how good your podcast episodes are, they just can't carry the burden of engagement and discoverability alone. Now, with some specific content marketing strategy and a sound email marketing system, you can use this to strengthen the relationship between your audience and your content. Now, to clarify, I'm not talking about email marketing that is, quote, selling a product. That's a very different episode. What I'm suggesting is utilizing email as a tool to promote your podcast. The marketing part of this is you're exchanging your podcast content for their attention, where email marketing for podcasts becomes another part of your overall content strategy when your email messages provide valuable content and a helpful call to action. So that one of the questions that I hear all the time in whether we're we're working on on building a launch for their podcast or we're just doing a podcast audit, is why should I even bother with an email list? Listen, your audience could be the most loyal, interested, best listeners in the world. But we all know we can get busy and we can get distracted, especially this time of year, right? So it's entirely possible that your latest episode can get buried in their podcast listening app and go unnoticed for days, maybe even weeks, maybe even months. Now, if you rely on social media to promote your latest episode, here's the deal. You're at the mercy of them. And with the ever-changing algorithms of the most popular platforms, it's just not an effective strategy, y'all. And the other thing about those social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Those platforms are putting in a ton of effort into making sure that the users see those paid advertisements. So what is the power of email marketing for a podcast? Well, consent. Now, for those of you who subscribe to an email list, you are agreeing to receive more information about that podcast and the content that is being provided. They are consenting to give you their attention. In return, you must provide them with something worthy of that attention, something of real substance and value. For example, maybe you have a new listener who might have found you through Apple Podcasts or possibly a social media post or someone forwarded your email. And maybe they go through and they listen to several of your latest episodes. Now, we all hope that they are going to sit there and binge all the episodes, right? (laughs) I mean, that's... That's what we're hoping for. But in reality, out here in the real world, they may drift off. They may get distracted. They may get busy with just life in general. But in the last episode they listened to, you mentioned that you have this amazing podcast checklist that they need to have. So they head over to your website and get signed up for it. Then 
what happens is that you can continually update them every week about your episodes to make sure they do not forget about you and your podcast. Eventually, they're going to become super fans, telling everyone about your show and why they love it. So let's talk about this idea of consent and content. Now, this is going to be quite obvious on the first one with consent. You have to ask them. You need to invite your audience to join in your email list. Put it in your episode call to action in your outro or in your intro. Put it on social media, in your show notes. Make a link available on your website. Now, if you are directing all of your traffic back to your website for your show notes, which, hint, hint, you should be doing, (laughs) they're going to see that every time. So, for example... So if you go over to our website, wildfirecreativecompany.com, and you click on articles on every post that we have about the podcast, you're going to see at the bottom of the show notes, you're going to see a link to join the email list. Now, you want to make sure that you have the two-factor authentication set up in your email list service, whichever one you use, because that's going to help you not only comply with the privacy policies, but to also avoid misspelled email addresses. Now, what about content? Well, you need to deliver the goods. (laughs) There's no other way to say it. You must deliver the value that I mentioned earlier. So people stay subscribed because getting them to subscribe is only half of the equation. You have to deliver that quality value-based content that you say you're going to do and do it consistently. I know, I know there's that word again, right? But it's just so important in all things. We need to be consistent with content for our podcast as well as for our promotion and whatever you're utilizing with your email. Now, here's a bonus tip. Make opening and reading these emails an absolute delight. Don't think of it as it has to be salesy or pushy or it's got to have the most clever title to it. Test it. See what titles work for you what and what aren't. But you want to think of it as something like, I'm sharing this with you, friend, because I know you need to hear about it. It's a whole different take, right? So where do we go from here? If you don't already have a list, Before investing in a particular email marketing tool, we need to really think about what our objectives are. So do you want to use email marketing for to remind people to listen to your show, maybe to monetize your content, because sometimes you're not ready for monetization yet? Are you a business with a podcast attached to it? What does your audience want? What are their pain points? Now, I know I've talked about our friends over at Edison Research before, and y'all, they are amazing because they do a lot of the research so that we don't have to, that I don't have to. (laughs) Now, I was recently looking over some of the research that, that they've been doing, and they recently announced that there has been a steady uptick for at least 10 years. 36% of those surveyed as having listened to a podcast. They also surveyed a thousand, so they surveyed a thousand listeners and found that 65% of fans are willing to purchase products and or services that they hear about on their favorite podcasts. 
That's amazing. And one of the things that I love about listening to podcasts is that you establish that connection almost immediately. People can hear and feel the emotion in your voice. You can create a relationship with your listeners easier and quicker than any other platform out there right from the get-go. Let's talk about some practical ways that you can use your email list to help grow your podcast. You can leverage other shows' audiences. Now, podcasts are about conversations because this is not C-SPAN or Fox News after all, right? And it takes two to tango. Now, favorite of mine is content upgrades. Now, the value of content upgrades in growing your list has been well documented. Just go ahead and Google it and you will come up with thousands and thousands of, of results. And these are really great ways that offer a little bit of extra value to readers in exchange for their email addresses. In fact, I just recently attended a webinar and in part of promoting the webinar, they offered an upgrade where you got a workbook, you got the audio, and a couple other things for only $97 more. Well, I was in. <laughs> I was like, sign me up. And this works in podcasting too. So after you've written your script, your outline, and or your show notes for that particular episode, See if you can turn that content into some sort of checklist, something that's downloadable or maybe even an infographic that will be valuable to your listeners. Now, this next one is one of my absolute favorites. And I love using this with my strategy clients. Now, we all know most podcasts are free and available to everyone, right? But sometimes we want to reward our most loyal audience members. So what's a better way than releasing certain content just to one segment of your audience, such as your email list? Now, we did this when we relaunched our branding for Wildfire Creative. Before we announced the new name and the new look and all the things, we sent it to just one segment as a special thank you for subscribing. Well, let's just say that you have an an excellent episode or you have that fire segment that you recorded with your guest after the interview was done when the recording was still going and you're like I need to save this for later but you're not really sure where to use it. This friends is where you use it. So, here's what you do. Let your listeners know that every once in a while you're going to release a special little bonus episode not on your regular podcast feed, but something just for your email subscribers. That is the only way they can get that audio. So you're going to want to give them a hint about a few examples that you have planned so your listeners know what to expect. Now, if you do this, make sure to let me know because I want to see how you put your unique spin on it. Now, one of my other Favorite ones, and I see a lot of podcasters are starting to use this, and it just makes me giddy. <laughs> because every podcast needs a change of pace, right? So, y'all, don't be afraid to stir up the water. That's the beauty of podcasting. 
And an occasional Q&A episode is a great way to mix things up and offer a little bit different feel for your podcast. So maybe you interview guests all the time. So you could do a Q&A where it's just you answering questions. And so whether this is you answering a question of theirs or you as the host turn over your show to a guest host, and I know some some of us have have control issues, (laughs) and you're like, what? It's fun. I promise. And then you become the guest. Now, my friend Donna Jones of That's Just What I Needed podcast, which if you have not listened, go listen to it. I'll put it in the show notes for you. She recently did this on one of her episodes. She, for several weeks, let her listeners know that a Q&A episode was coming soon. And that, and she began asking for those questions to ask her a question either via email or to submit it via a DM or leave also leave a comment. And this was such a fun episode to listen to because it was people asking all sorts of questions and she was able to give the answers. And it was just a fun, different episode than she normally does. Now, you could even take this a step further and you can mix it up a bit by only email subscribers can submit questions for you to answer live on the show. And if you do this, always give a shout out to everyone who wrote in. Because who doesn't love a shout out on their favorite podcast, right? So since I know y'all will email me and ask, who do we use for email marketing? And we use ConvertKit. And I absolutely Love it. We've been using it, I think, for over a year now. And y'all, it is one of the best email marketing services on the market, especially for content creators. Now, of course, Wildfire Creative has an affiliate relationship with them because y'all, they're the real deal. I wouldn't use anything and I wouldn't recommend anything to you guys that we don't personally use and that isn't an amazing product. Now, the reason I really like it is that we can send precisely tailored emails based strictly on what subscribers have done or asked for. So let's say that you signed up for the interview check, the podcast interview checklist. Then we could, it tags them and then we can send them emails to podcast episodes, teaching them specifics about some of the content that's related to that particular checklist. And if they click on perhaps a different link during that series and show an interest in, let's say, equipment, we can change things around and then send them emails related to equipment. Rode is having a sale on the Procaster or the Podcaster USB mics. Y'all know Rode is one of my favorites. <laughs> Regardless, it ConvertKit lets us send out emails to our subscribers precisely on what they want, not necessarily what we want, because as in our podcasts and all things that we do for our clients our and listeners here on the podcast, it's about what they want and what they need. Now, next week, we're going to continue the discussion about email marketing, but next week, we're going to talk about lead magnets because an effective lead magnet can set the tone for that podcaster fan relationship. So you don't want to miss that. Okay. Recommendations. Y'all, 
the recommendation this week is a movie. And I don't normally do movie reviews, but if you have not seen it, you need to go see The Chosen Season 3, Episode 1 and 2 that, are, that is in theaters right now. Now, if you haven't seen it at all, I want you to hit pause. Don't worry. I'll wait. <laughs> and go right now and watch this. Yes. I'm telling you to go binge Jesus. <laughs> it is so good. So last week, my husband and I went to see episode one and two of season three in the theater. And it was so good. Now, I've talked about my husband before a little bit on the podcast. He is a big time movie buff. And he takes his movie going experience very seriously. He's not big on Christian media, at least wasn't in in the past. But because of the production value, the great direction, the character development, all the things, he actually likes this. Now, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but the new episodes were amazing. Episode two was my favorite, but y'all, oh my goodness. The scenes with Matthew and Jesus and then little James and Jesus were just. Y'all, I laughed and I cried and I cheered. <laughs> you must see this. Five stars. Easy. So that's my recommendation for the week. All right. I want to see you, friend, accomplish your dreams and your goals. Because imposter syndrome, podcast overwhelm, and intimidating tech should not, I repeat, should not stop you from achieving those goals. And having those dreams come to fruition, whatever they are, especially as we start to look to 2023, I don't want it to be said at the end of next year, you didn't do something because of opinions or the tech or the overwhelm or why me to be the reason why. So we're going to continue to walk this journey together, you and I, hand in hand. I may be a little bossy at times. But we're going to do it together because that way you can spend less time worrying about all the details and more time spreading your message, being consistent, and sharing your story. I hope that you have a great day. I hope this episode was super helpful for you. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, y'all.